0: Hello, Conspirituality Podcast listeners. Welcome to a sample of our weekly bonus episode. If you'd like to support our research, recording, and production time, you can support us for $5 a month on Patreon, or choose a higher tier to access our live streams and bonus videos. All of this is available at patreon.com slash conspirituality. You can also access our Monday bonus episodes on Apple Podcasts for $5 a month as well. Thank you for your support. I want to finish up by um, just quoting back something that you DM'd to me. And I had some questions about it, but I don't know. I think it, it might speak for itself, but you might have a further comment. Mm-hmm. I kind of asked you, you know, how you stand now between the conspiracy theory world that you grew up in. And, and I think I wanted to point out that when you said, I came by it honestly... Uh, it almost sounds like conspirituality could be an ethnicity.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, which is really cool to think about and, and and very subtle, too, because I think, you know, on our podcast project, we're, you know, offering all of these rational resistances to, you know, thinking like this and whatever. But I mean, if it's actually a cultural and ethnic identity uh, that is bound up with, you know, the, his- <laughs> the history of hippiedom, you know... <laughs> it's it's worth treading more carefully, I think. Anyway, I was asking where you stand now, and you gave this mm. response that I'll just read back. You wrote, I keep myself on an intentional bridge. I would probably focus on the sometimes uncomfortable maintenance of that balance. Personally, what I'm striving for is to not come out the other side exactly, but more about intentional shedding and integration. There might be some interesting stuff in there about how fathers shape us, unschooling, whether humans need enchantment and mystery to survive happily, and maybe how heterodox thinkers fall prey to false beliefs and how they sometimes are ahead
1: of the curve. <laughs> yeah, dude, I can't unpack all of that. <laughs> like the No, but uh, I wonder what's most what's most important so like it's interesting so I so fell out of love with conspiracy in the last couple of years N- not in any small part through you know listening to to your podcast right like I think I've listened to, to most of it and it's been really useful but I was already sort of like had had stopped being as conspiracy oriented as I had been once Trump got elected that was like a like no <laughs> Right and and then as Pizzagate kind of took off, I was like, "Well, that's patently crazy." So no. And then you start, you know, you start kind of going down the opposite rabbit holes. You follow the rabbit hole back up. Maybe <laughs> is what happens. Right. Um, there, there's a there's
0: a horseshoe turn
1: at yeah. the bottom of
0: the rabbit hole. Right.
1: But there's still but there's still a couple of things there. One is that there's lots of topics that deserve discussion, even if they. Or in spite of being promoted by conspiracy theorists, so I would not suggest that we should not take on unconventional perspectives or topics, or address them, or you know, or criticize institutions, or look seriously into some claims that are that are raised. You know, like the the, the problem with this stuff is that you know it's like the save the children takes you away from saving the children instead of towards it. Right? You're flagging a, re- a real thing, a real problem. And, you know, you might even say, do wealthy and powerful people have more access to abuse? Probably.
0: Absolutely, they do. Yeah. Right.
1: Um, But once you take that into a fantasy, then you can't do anything about it. So I I would say, like, you know, there's – I wouldn't want to give up on some of the political content there, actually, because I think a lot of it does deserve kind of, you know, like – we deserve to question whether the lockdowns and mandates were the right thing to do on a policy level.
0: For sure. For sure. I think so, yeah.
1: you know, and, and that deserves discussion. I don't want to throw out the baby with the bath water in a way, even if, if a lot of people, t- I would say, take it in the wrong direction or whatever, you know, I might not agree with them on where they end up or how they got there, but I still would say like, you know, there's things we can talk about, you know, but the, and then on the other side, like with respect to things being enchanted, you know, and and kind of like, you know, not wanting to lose a sense of of wonder in a way. And I think that a lot of more in the spirituality side, more in the new age side of things, there is like a hunger, yeah, for for magic and for the sacred and for the excitement of synchronicity and the sense of like spiritual community and and all of those things. Right. And It's been hard for me falling out with a lot of people who I would have, you know, had community with before because, you know, I didn't talk about it a lot here. But I've also been fairly engaged with a number of sort of new age, you know, communities and neo-shamanic practitioners, stuff like that. You know, like my falling out of falling out of love with conspirituality, I suppose, you know, has you know, left me personally in a bit of a spiritual gap, you know, that I'm figuring out what pieces I can reconstruct into my life. So there's like an epistemological thing where I don't want to, I don't want to lose my, my questioning of convention, nor, (laughs) you know, my tendency to follow rabbit holes, informational rabbit holes, because you never know what, you know, but I don't want to fall into a trap of believing things that are really patently untrue as like a foundational belief or something, you know. So these two kinds of things are are difficult, and I find like um, no one seems to like it. Like no one who's completely in the conventional seems to like questioning. Like if I said you know, we deserve question mandates, a lot of people don't like that. At the same time, like you know, a lot, like it, it doesn't matter what you do. Like people will criticize you for it, right? Or, or take some issue, especially when you know the polarization has become so intense and i think like personally i'm trying to become un- less polarized in a whole lot of ways
0: mm-hmm. you know like
1: it's almost like a a personal emotional mission you know